0: Don't have to be ready. I think you have to ask yourself: do I want to go on a longer overnight hike? If the answer is yes, then I believe it's a sign from the universe telling you that you're ready. I'm Rebecca, and I love helping women get outside and onto the trails. I'm a small business owner, outdoor educator, ski instructor, wife, and mother navigating the world as a breast cancer survivor. I'm here to answer your questions about life, entrepreneurship, parenthood, health, and the pursuit of hiking trails, abundant sunshine, and warm campfires. If you're a woman looking for answers, you're in the right place. So grab a drink, pull up a chair, and let's chat. This is The Hike like a woman podcast well friends it has been a wild 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 week here at hike like a woman and i am so excited to announce that registration for our first ever backcountry navigation boot camp is open this is a three-week online program where you'll join me and a rad community of outdoor women learning the fundamentals of backcountry navigation We'll start by learning how to navigate with our smartphones, then we'll dive into maps and conclude with compasses. But here's the best part of this program it's only $27. Seriously, it is priced low so everyone can afford it. And even with that low price, you'll have lifetime access to any updates we make to the curriculum. So, if learning how to navigate in the backcountry so you can be safe and confident on the trails has been on your bucket list, Head to hikelikeawoman.com forward slash bootcamp to register. Now, I don't know if you all got a chance to listen to last week's episode, but I talked about what to do if someone you love tells you that you shouldn't hike alone. And I got some pushback from a few of you and some kudos from others for what I said. And I love it because it really opened up a conversation for me to have with many of you via text message and direct message. Um, One Instagram message was really great. A listener wrote love. Isn't the reason her husband doesn't want her to hike solo. Love is supportive and breathing life into your partner. Seems like he's projecting his fears onto her. Like you said, more of a trust issue or worse control. I I absolutely love that comment. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go and check out episode three and then let me know what you think. Sound good? This week, I received four really awesome questions that I'm going to answer today. We're going to talk about everything from backpacking gear to bladder control issues on the trail. And um, we're just going to dive right in with these four questions. And just a quick reminder, if you want to ask me a question and have your question featured here on the podcast. All you got to do is hit me up with a DM on Instagram. You can send an email to hike woman at gmail.com or you can text me a voice recording to 307-703-0358. That's the hike like a woman hotline. And once again, that number is 307-703-0358. Okay, let's dive into the questions. The first question was uh from mandy and she sent it in via facebook message to the hike like a woman facebook page hello i hope you're doing well i wanted to reach out to ask i know there is already a lot of material out there about what to pack and backpacking i am hoping you can point me in the right direction and maybe help narrow down my search to what applies to me I've been completing day hikes for several years. My hiking buddy and I can currently handle about 10 to 12 miles in a day, but we are interested in adding overnight trips, probably no more than two nights at a time at this point. I am looking for gear supply recommendations that I might be able to easily upgrade as I gain experience and start including my family, hubby and girls who are currently seven and one and a half Thanks so much for any insight you can offer. Mandy, thank you for this question. I love it. The first thing I would say, however, when it comes to gear would be to first, as you're getting your, as you're starting to backpack a little bit to first see if you can rent or borrow backpacking gear when you head out for your first trip. Now, when I owned an outdoor retail store, it was amazing to me how many people would come in and drop a lot of money on a new sleeping bag or a new tent and then use it once and never use it again. This especially happened uh, the summer after COVID when everybody was looking to get outside and they were all starting to hike and backpack for the first time. Well, a lot of people spent a lot of money on gear that they never used. Um so that that kind of leads me into my second point which is to um a lot of those people who bought covid gear are now trying to sell their covid gear so see if you can buy something used too to save money that's always a great option. So what I'm trying to say is don't invest in gear until you go backpacking a few times and make sure that you love backpacking and that you are going to use the equipment. There are Uh, I think three backpacking gear systems to think about. The first is your cook system. So this is your stove, your fuel, and your water filter. The second system to think about is your sleep system. And this is your sleeping bag or your quilt plus your sleeping pad. And the third is your shelter system. So this would be your tent, your fly, your footprint, your tent poles and your stakes or your hammock or your tarp or your hammock or your tarp or um, nothing at all. (laughs) However, fancy or simple, you decide to go. And then the last thing to really think about when it comes to gear is your backpack. And the rest of the gear that you need for backpacking is really gear that you have anyway, because you're already a day hiker, like your first aid kit, your hiking boots, your hiking clothes, whatever. Um, But that's those are the backpacking systems to really think about. I personally and some people might argue with me about this, but I think your sleep system is really crucial because you want to be warm and comfortable. Your shelter is important because you don't want to have like a heavy tent that doesn't keep out the rain, right? And here in Wyoming, it's super windy. And I always go for like a really low profile tent that's not gonna blow away, right? And it's gonna not flap in the wind all night long. But Here's the deal. I think the very most important thing to invest in is in your backpack and making sure that you have a backpack that fits your torso is crucial. So don't buy a backpack online, go into a, um, a good outdoor retail store and have them measure your torso length and then fit your backpack to Your torso. This is crucial. A poorly fitting backpack will make or break your trip. So, um, if you're going to splurge on one of those items, splurge on the backpack. Um, And what I'm going to do is, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to send you a coupon code, Mandy, so you can access our backpacking workshop for free. In it, you're going to find a lot of great information about gear specifically and some more packing lists and recommendations. So I'm going to just send that to you, Mandy, for asking me this question, uh, because I really appreciate it. And I think that it's a question a lot of people have. So thank you. Thanks for that question. Next up, I have two questions that were asked anonymously via text message. Um, I have an assistant, Abby, who helps me manage the messages and Abby passed these along to me. And remember, you can text me anytime, day or night, to 307-703-0358. Just send a text message to our hotline, and then I'll answer your question right here on the podcast. The first question is this. I'm curious about outdoorsy advice for people with bladder issues. Sometimes this makes hiking harder. Ugh. I am so sorry that you're dealing with this. I wish I had amazing advice for you besides what your doctors are probably telling you already. Um, And since I didn't really know how to answer this question, I don't have a lot of information on it, and it's not an issue that I have encountered yet, Um, I, I asked our community, and I put up a little Instagram poll, and I asked our community, hey, if you have had bladder issues, what are some of your recommendations? I got a lot of responses, which shows me that this is a topic we need to talk about, and here's what our community said. I had a bunch of people recommend pelvic floor physical therapy. So if that's an option for you, it might be worth checking out. I actually have an appointment with my physical therapist on Monday for some neuropathy from chemotherapy and then um, some scar tissue issues after my um, lumpectomy for breast cancer. So I am going to ask my physical therapist about pelvic floor physical therapy because I'm very intrigued by this option. There were also several women who recommended Speaks by Thinks underwear. That's S-P-E-A-X underwear. I guess they're really good underwear for bladder control issues, and um, they're not bulky, and they feel more comfortable when you're active, like working out and hiking. And a lot of people recommended them. Several people just recommended hiking anyway on trails, that you have a lot of places to duck into the trees or bushes to go to the bathroom. So a good route plan there would be important. And then maybe using a female urinary device like a Go Girl to make those pit stops easier. And if you wanna know more about female urinary devices, we have a great YouTube video that talks all about those. So you can check that out on our YouTube channel, Hike Like Woman uh, slash YouTube. Now, I hope this helps. It's such a good question and I'm going to explore it a little bit more and we'll follow up here with what I learned from my physical therapist. Um, The next question was, I'm always curious how women should handle hiking and traveling alone. I am researching self-defense for women, but there aren't many books around. I, this is also a great topic and we talk about solo travel and solo hiking quite a lot here at Hike Like a Woman. It's something that many of us want to do, but it can be difficult to make sure that we have a good plan, that we're prepared and that we're safe on the trails. I am not an expert on the topic of safety and self-defense, but I do know an expert and I have reached out to her and she's gonna actually come on the podcast here within the next month or so, and she is going to share her thoughts on uh, safety and self-defense for women as it pertains to the outdoors. But here's what I do know and here's what I do personally. First, I think it's important to always have a good plan and then a good plan B. And having a good plan and a good backup plan takes away a lot of the fear and uncertainty, and it certainly reduces some element of risk. Um, So having that good plan, and then making sure that someone at home knows your plan. And we're gonna talk a little bit about route planning. I'm planning I'm planning a route planning workshop, so stay tuned for information about that. Second, I modify my packing list a little bit if I'm going to be solo i might take trekking poles because i know that they can be used to put something between myself and an animal or a creepy human and if i'm hiking solo or traveling solo often i'll carry a small can of pepper spray and while i usually have bear spray using bear spray on humans can can actually you can run into some legal issues so that's why i recommend also carrying a can of a small can of pepper spray if you're um, traveling solo and third i think it's also important to take a self-defense class and i learned this when i was in the army but there are probably local groups in your area who may offer self-defense And a good place to start might be by asking your local law enforcement if they teach any classes or know anyone who does. And it actually this this question gave me the idea that maybe we'll teach an online self-defense class one of these days. I think that would be fantastic. But knowing how to protect and defend yourself is important. You can also head to our website and download our guide to safe solo hikes. There's some great information there that might help you as well. And it focuses a lot on mindset, which I think is a really crucial part to hiking and traveling solo. So thank you for that question. That's a great question. Next up, we have a question from Trini who asked this question via Facebook Messenger. My question is, How do you know you're ready for longer overnight hikes? This is fantastic. This is great. And this is a huge barrier to entry to women who are looking to join me on a guided backpacking trip. They're like, I don't know if I'm ready for a longer hike or an overnight hike. Um, So this is a really fantastic question. And here's the truth. I don't think you have to be ready. I think you have to ask yourself, turn it around a little bit. This goes back to our brave um, framework here. I think you have to turn it around a little bit and you have to ask yourself, do I want to go on a longer overnight hike? If the answer is yes, then it means you're ready. I don't see a progression here. A lot of outdoor educators do, but I know women who aren't big on day hiking, but go on long overnight hikes. I also know a lot of women who are really awesome day hikers and do really epic stuff, but backpacking and overnighters aren't their thing unless they can sleep in a cabin or a a hut with a bed. And I totally get that. So if you want to go on a longer overnight hike, do it. That is a sign from the universe telling you that you're ready. Trini, I hope this helped. And for anyone else out there, I'd love to hear what you think. I'd love to know your thoughts on backpacking gear, on bladder control on the trails, backpacking progression and self-defense. Go ahead and drop a comment on any of our social media sites. What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts on backpacking gear, bladder control on the trails, backpacking progression and self-defense. Go ahead and drop a comment on any of our social media sites. We're most active on Facebook and Instagram. Of course, you can find us at hike like a woman there. Or if you have a question that you'd like me to answer, all you got to do is text a voice recording to 3077030358. Or you can open up your DMs on Instagram and send me a voice recording there. Or if a recording a voice memo isn't your thing, you can send me a question to com at gmail.com or DM me on the gram. But I would love to have your voices here on the podcast. So it's not just me rambling. So send me a voice message. That would be so cool. Before you go, don't forget to head to hikelikeawoman.com forward slash bootcamp and sign yourself up for Backcountry Navigation Bootcamp. And we'll spend three whole weeks hanging out together, learning about maps, compasses, and all of my secrets for smartphone map navigation. It's going to be awesome. So I hope to see you in that bootcamp. If you're looking to get into hiking and you want to know what you should put in your daypack for your next adventure, I have got you covered All you have to do is head over to hikelikeawoman.com and check out our free guides section for a downloadable PDF packing list designed to help you be prepared as you confidently head into the backcountry. Once again, you can find the guide and all of our awesome free resources at hikelikeawoman.com.